I have so many questions. Like, I don't really understand what is all this that's happening. It's such a complex paradox that you think to yourself, okay, if I think too much and, you know, pay attention to the mystery, then you're suddenly a crazy person and you're not lined up with the reality and what is sane. But at the same time, if you're too focused on the sane life, the physical life, and what's so-called, you know, uh, real, then you're just being kept safe in like a in like a in like a tent in a jungle of mysteries and infinite possibilities that you can't really grasp. And it, where do you draw the line, you know, between chaos and that? order that you produce that ego that you produce to hang on to and no matter how much i think about these things there's always a back and forth game it's there are days that i can just like dive into my thoughts and suddenly realize this um incredible life and you know possibilities that are there and you, you ask yourself, and it's like, how do you do this? You know, you play safe, you have a construct of being born, going to a job, you're living in a society, and things will end at death, or so on. But is it really like that? Is it really what you're telling yourself? The truth. And you ask yourself, okay, then what is the truth? What is an absolute truth? And you, you keep thinking about it, and you come to the conclusion that Everything is a paradox. The whole thing is a scam. The whole thing, it never ends. There are no answers. There's no beginning. And we have used science measurements to kind of make sense out of things. But it's not necessarily an absolute a measurement or understanding of everything. Because for us to understand something, we need a starting point, which is our brains, our logic, and the mysteries the mystery thing, yeah, the object, let's call it B. And what happens is that when you change either one of these endpoints, the mystery point B or point A, which is you, the observer, the entire logic and the basis of the formula will change. And for the most of the history, the point A has been constant. We have been in the same kind of um, uh, mentality and you know, our same kind of thinking in a way but the mystery always change but the complexity of the situation enhanced dramatically when the a change when we start to think differently and i think that's what happens when um that's what psychedelics do they, they completely break down your um guess the guessing ability and understanding of your environment and you 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 come back from these incredible experiences and you kind of think twice about things. You know, it's you start to think that what if we have never point we have never changed point A and we've always been so drawn into the point B, the mystery, the understanding of our surroundings, but we never really looked back into us. And perhaps during the during uh, you know through the history, you know, perhaps religion some practices, evolution itself has has an effect, had an effect on uh, point A itself, but not to an extent that the, 
the, the point A was moved beyond its, you know, standing position. Um, but in my opinion, what I felt from my, you know, uh, observant perspective is that psychedelics completely change everything. And then you, you think about it and what is like the, the pivot, where is observant? Where do you go to stand to see things happening and observe things? Because that point can change. The summit of the mountain is movable. And this kind of shows you how much of everything you absolutely don't know. And it's very important to know the right balance of either, either of these things. You don't want to be, you know, too much, too, too drawn, drawn too much into just this chaotic, unknown, you know, mysterious environment and mindset. Because that's, 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 that's a variable that's like a floating uh, point A. You want your point A mostly to be con to, to be constant, and point B is what is usually uh, you know um, it's usually transitioning to different states and it's a mystery. And that, I think that is one of the reasons they don't recommend doing psychedelics often. You know you have to do it rarely and you know in a high doses because that that is like you know as, as a reset button. So you re remember that, hey, point A can be changed too. So you don't have to completely believe that point A is constant. And this is the same reason we have a lot of conflict with uh, religions in, you know, around the world. Extremist people are absolutely sure that the point A themselves, the observant, is constant through the experience of life. And hence, they assure themselves beyond measure that, hey, this is what I'm, what I'm doing is absolutely right. And so everyone should follow because they need to think, they need to know about this. I'm absolutely sure. And people should be aware. And that causes um, unexpected and unwanted acts of terrorism and so on. Um, but this is something that I've been thinking about lately. You know, there, there, there are days during my weekdays that I, you know, I'm, I'm busy with work, with class, you know, just a routine life. I'm very, very blinded, kind of like an alcohol effect. I'm very numb with the physical world I'm and just I'm just like too too focused on point B my job my class you know uh, my friends and this this is like a very outward um, experience whereas on the weekends I started having uh, I started having this depression episodes where things started to kind of like melt down into this gloomy gray uh, kind of like a like a like a substance and I was asking myself, why am I getting this feeling on the weekends? Every weekend I was depressed. If I wasn't going out, I wasn't drinking, but I wasn't with my friends, I could not stay by myself at home. That was impossible. And, you know, looking deeper into it, uh, after a while, I realized there are things in my comfort zone that I haven't cleared up yet. And what I did was, you know, I completely shut myself in for two days, Saturday and Sunday, and just completely dove into this um, um, area, the gray area, which I've been trying to escape and was faded away during the weekdays. And when I did that, things started to get slightly interesting. And it was a point where the, the unknown, the mystery kind of showed up and it was like, it was like kind of like a magnet. It was pulling me away further and further and further away from what is so-called the, the physical attributes and physical values which I, I'm usually engaged with during the weekdays.
and it kind of showed me that <clears throat> there's a lot of things that I've been trying to avoid, including answering some of the questions. You know, we all do that. You know, being we just want to click the close eye on some stuff in life. You don't want to. You don't want to think about. I don't know aliens or infinity or you know hey how, how did you end up here what is life and I started to get lost in those things and I started to feel a little low and a little bit depressed even more and things didn't start to make any sense anymore I had this depersonalization effect I was I felt I felt like I was not a part of myself anymore and things were things felt terrible you know, I was like, I did a wrong thing. I should have not done this. I should have not gone there. But the weird and the most amazing part about all those feelings, the feeling of being engaged with reality, being, you know, being busy with work during the weekdays, your friends, your class, your relationships, and the feeling at the weekend that was dull, that was mysterious, that was, you know, um, things were starting to surface, all those things, all those moments, I could have always felt them. I was always able to interact with it. And it kind of felt a blessing to feel depressed or feel sad or feel happy or feel uh, the whole other uh, spectrum of emotions. And it kind of showed me that we have granted happiness so, so much in today's society that we think, oh, happiness is the best thing. You should always be happy. But we never look at the side effect that if you praise happiness, you're putting other feelings that are necessary, necessary for existence in a healthy, let's so-called mind, uh, you're putting them down. You know, you're, you're praising happiness and you're putting others down. And when others feel, let's say, sad for natural causes, they're feeling even more sad because now they're not even happy anymore. So I think we need to redefine what are feelings. I think no feeling is above any other feeling. Being able to feel, I think, is the greatest skill and ability we have as this construct of uh, consciousness and as being an observer in this existence being able to feel is meaning to be alive. Whether you feel sad, you feel depressed, or you feel heartbroken, you feel excited, you feel, I don't know, horny, you feel happy. All those feelings are always felt. You are always interacting and talking with them. And that is alone itself a sign that you're engaged, you're, you're doing something. And this is not nothing. This is something. And you are alive and feeling and that is the greatest way to look at it for me i mean you you are you're basically watching a movie behind your eyes you know sometimes you know it goes south and it goes hop but always next time when you feel down or you feel you know, stressed or whatever you feel happy it doesn't matter whatever you feel ask yourself and compare it to not being around and not being able to feel anything at all and see how terrible that is. And even the word terrible still feels. And you can feel that. You can always feel things. You're always going up and down. You know, it's just like a swimming kind of thing. It, you can always feel things and look at it as, as you're just like being a little bit observant. Like ask yourself, I am feeling a little bit down today. 
but it, it's feeling like this. Like I can feel being down. I can feel being sad. I can feel being happy. I can feel having butterflies in my stomach. I can see it. I can feel it. And that is amazing. You should be proud that you can do that. That, that is enough for that is you have done so much in life already if you can do that. And I think that is the starting point of basically anything else in life. And I think Terence McKenna once said that um, the primary thing in existence is not language, it's not religion, and it's feeling the immediate experience of the moment. And that is that is so true, and it took me a while to naturally come to that. But that is basically the basis of everything, you know, being able to uh, feel and interact with other uh, uh, moments of life that is that is what is important it doesn't matter what it is it always feels i think there's a quote from trans mckenna but it, it is so true it's so true i experienced this through the natural way and this is the way things go in life as long as you're alive you can feel it doesn't matter you how bad you happy you feel it's always happy and it's always feeling and when you're not around you're in some other dimension, you're dead, or you're in hell, or heaven, whatever you are, that might not feel the same. So I really wish that everyone could you know, benefit from this, and it's really, really okay to feel sad, or feel down, or negative. We have praise, positivity so much that it's become toxic. You should not seek happiness. This is so wrong. Yes, if you seek happiness, you're immediately believing in happiness. And if you believe in something, you're immediately believing in the opposite. Let's say you believe in, uh, yeah, you're seeking happiness, you're, you're seeking satisfaction. And what happens if you don't have a satisfaction or if you don't have happiness? Right away, you're getting, getting hit by the opposite of it. So watch all of your feelings, all of your emotions like a movie. And... You can't really judge or anything, or you can't really, you know, point fingers at anything, because you have no clue of absolutely anything. You, you, you all you can do is just guess your way through life. You guess your, you guess everything basically. You guess your relationships. You guess people. You put labels on people. You guess they're, 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 they are the right person. You guess you're on the right career path. Everything is a guess and. It can be proven wrong quite often. You know, your, your partner yeah, say, you know, they break up with you. Your guess was wrong. You know, guess what? You you, you were wrong all, the whole time. Or your career, your, your work doesn't work out. You, you don't want to go to work anymore. Your guess was wrong. But you should not be surprised if your guess was wrong. You should be surprised if your guess was fucking right. That is what is rare. So... <laughs> Um, I think that was, you know, something to share with you guys and, um, guess your way through life. Um, you know, enjoy all the feelings. They're all good. They're all the meaning of life. There's no superior feeling and things change often. That is the whole point of life. Things change. My opinion might change. My view might change. This voice recording, I might not agree with it, you know, a year from now. But that is that is what it's about. It's like you're you're just traveling up and down, and you have no track of the future or the past. It's just like you won't feel the moments in real time again in the future. What you can only feel is the real moment, the now moment. So I think that's what you all always have. That is what you always possess and appreciate it. You know, 
let it be, let it be, let it feel it. And um, this was my piece of experience, my piece of, um, you know, words, if you want to call it. But I hope you guys, you know, whoever is listening to this took something from it. I would really be, I would be really happy. And, um, you know, yeah, I'm an observer. My name is Daniel, <laughs> signing off.